Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. Hope you all having a nice week and getting ready for some pickleball this weekend if the conditions in your area allow. We are headed to uh, Nevada for some camps that we're running with VI Pickleball and the air quality right now anyway is no bueno. They have a lot of wildfires around there if you're paying attention to that kind of stuff. And so we are tracking that to make sure that we can have the camps in a safe and, and sound manner for the ourselves and for the campers, obviously. And so, you know, we're just taking taking it day by day and see what happens. Hard to predict a couple of weeks out or a week out, whatever's left uh, before the camps. Anyway, so that's what we're up to. I hope things are well where you're at. This week, we're going to talk about a couple of different things. We're going to talk about the third pillar in pickleball. We've talked about the first pillar and second pillar previously. If you haven't heard those, you're welcome to go back and listen to those podcasts about the pillars of pickleball. In this episode, we're going to talk about the third pillar, which is the most overlooked pillar of pickleball, but something that I think will help you greatly if you pay some attention to it. And in the riff, we're going to talk about inertia. We're going to talk about the benefits, but some of the detriments of inertia as it applies to your pickleball game. Stay tuned for the podcast. I want to share with you a paddle that Jill and I have been playing with for the past two months. It's the Icon Paddle from a company that you may have never heard of called Diadem Sports. Diadem is new to pickleball, but not to racket sports. It's a long-standing company located in South Florida, and they spent the last two years designing this paddle, and it shows. The Icon offers some of the best playability, by which I mean combination of power, control, weight, and feel, of any paddle that Jill and I have played with or tested, and there's been a lot of them. If you're looking for a paddle with unsurpassed playability, check out the Icon Paddle at diadempickleball.com. I'll link to that below in the show notes. If you go to the website I gave you, you can use the code VIPickleball at checkout to get our discount. If you want to read more about the Icon Paddle, I'll also link down below to our full paddle review in the show notes. If you try out the paddle, send me an email and let us know how the paddle impacted your game. As you may already know if you heard the, the prior podcast about the Pillars of Pickleball, at VI Pickleball, we break Pickleball down into three pillars. Uh, first pillar is the mechanical pillar. It's basically the how-tos. Second pillar is the conceptual or thinking pillar, basically understanding what shot to hit when. And the third pillar, the one we're going to talk about today, that's the athletic pillar. The pillar where you say, I am not just a Pickleball player. I don't just show up on the Pickleball court, hit a ball for a couple hours and go home. I am starting to view myself as a pickleball athlete, and I'll explain a little bit about more of that in this podcast, but that's what we're going to talk about today is this third pillar of pickleball, which is the pickleball, the athletic pillar, the one where you start redefining yourself as a as an athlete more than just a pickleball player. And there's, listen, there's nothing wrong with being, again, just a pickleball player. It sounds like I'm being derogatory or, or derisive about it, and I'm not. Uh, you know, if you want to be a pickleball player, that's perfectly fine. Go out there, play some pickleball, enjoy yourself, you know, run around the court. That's great. But if you want to take it to the next level, if you want to go to a different level of pickleball, and frankly, also in your life, in terms of your life enjoyment and, and how you live your life, starting to think of yourself as a pickleball athlete will really help you really expand your mind and make you think about it a little bit differently. Let me give you a quick example. So, when was the last time that you spent any time working on your balance and mobility, right? When was the last time you spent time working on, you know, balancing on your legs, you know, your your core, your your ability to balance your body? If you can balance your body, right, it, or the better you can balance your body, the better you're going to perform on the court. Why? Because you'll be able to have better body control when you're hitting the ball. You'll be able to move in and out of positions better to hit balls and get to another ball. So having balance and mobility are really important. But there are things that we don't spend enough time on because we're so focused on the 
you know, I pop the ball up, must be my grip pressure, I need a new paddle, whatever. Um, and we don't spend time on things like balance and mobility. That's the kind of thing that once you're a, start thinking about yourself along this third pillar, I'm a pickable athlete, you'll start adding things like balance and mobility. How about strength? You know, the stronger you are in your quads, for instance, no longer you'll be able to play pickleball. As you know, when you're standing up at the non-body zone line, if you're in that ready position and you're having to shuffle left to right in some dink contest, your legs can get really tired fast. So the stronger that your quads are, for instance, in your hamstrings, the better, the longer and the better you'll be able to play pickleball because the, the longer and better you'll be able to hold the positions that you need to hold and come in and out of positions that you need to in order to play the game. I mean, think about last time you played a long session you know, our, our games tend to lag towards the end. So maybe the first, you know, 30 minutes, hour, we're fine. Everything's great. We're playing great. And then the second hour, eh, third hour, you know, forget about it. You know, just get me out of here. Right. Uh, and so if we can work on some of our conditioning before we get out on the court, we'll be able to perform better all, uh, the whole three hours. Our average play will be, will improve. But what I said earlier, right, it's not just going to improve you as a pickleball player. It'll improve your life. Uh, you know, you'll be able to get in and out of your car easier. You'll be able to get in and out of chair easier. You'll be able to move around your house more easily, right? So these things that you do as an athlete, things that you do to benefit your pickleball game, have spillover effects into your regular life, into your everyday life, which are positive. So, you know, thinking yourself, you know, focusing on this third pillar as as is, it's a really much broader view than just hitting a third shot. Hitting a third shot's great, and it'll improve your pickleball performance. I don't know how much you can add to your overall life. You know, the fact that you can drop that that ball into the corner. You know, pickleball, it'll it'll improve again, and, and you'll feel better about your pickleball game. But, you know, when you're just going to see a friend or pick up a family member or whatever, you, you know, your normal daily life looks like, um, you know, is that really going to be important? Probably not as important as, as having better balance and mobility in order to get around life. So that's one of the one of the areas that you can think about when you think about the third pillar. But there's some stuff that's even you can go far, you know, you can go further than that. I think further is the right word. Um, I always get, you know, the further and farther thing. So further, I'm pretty sure is the right word here. But the further you can go further with it, which is, you know, let, let's say like nutrition, you know, like your nutrition is going to impact how you play. And you can look at it short term, meaning, you know, like I have a big day tomorrow. I'm going to play, uh, you know, around Robin or something like that. Uh, you know, with my friends, then I'm going to maybe the night before I'm going to eat some carbs and I'm going to do what, what makes my body prepares my body for the next day. Um, you can think about it long-term, right? I'm going to start adding more, um, more things that are better for me. I'm not trying to, I'm not going to give you nutrition advice on this podcast. That's not my place, but, uh, you know, I'm going to do, I'm going to look into it. I'm going to explore what's good for me to eat and I'm going to add that more to my game. One of the things when we did the pickleball summit, we interviewed Jim and Yvonne Hackenberg, uh, really nice folks and excellent pickleball players up, up from the Michigan area. And they um, they were talking about how they, you know, they're national champions, uh, super senior national champions at the highest level. And they were talking about how, you know, when they're getting ready for a tournament, you know, the week or two weeks before a major tournament, they will modify their diet for those couple of weeks before, like, you know, no alcohol start eating better, you know, they cut out some of the stuff that they might eat otherwise. So, you know, why do they do that? They do that because they know that it's going to impact how they perform at the tournament. And I think implicitly, they view themselves as pickable athletes, right? They may not, I don't know if they articulate it that way in their mind, but I can tell you the way they behave, they behave like pickable athletes. So they're definitely conscientious of this third pillar of pickable. 
And another, you know, easier example maybe for, for all of us that we can implement in our games or in our lives and our games is hydration. Again, I'm not going to tell you exactly how to hydrate, but most of the materials that I've read say, you know, if you're, if you're going to have a big day tomorrow, let's say, then basically you start hydrating today. So if I'm going to, I'm going to play three hours in the morning tomorrow, I should start hydrating the day before. I get my body ready with hydration. I get up in the morning an hour or so before I play. I hydrate again, make sure that my body's fully hydrated before I go play. If I, all I do is just do my normal routine and maybe it's, you know, I don't hydrate well enough. And then the next morning I get up, I get my car, I run, to the, you know, I drive to the courts, I start playing and then I start drinking uh, water or, or whatever. Once I start getting thirsty, probably too late. And, it, and what I'm not doing is I'm not being conscientious of my, of my, of the athletic part of what I'm trying to accomplish or I'm trying to do. And, you know, again, going back to what I said earlier about, you know, running out of steam, how many times do we run out of steam, you know, towards the end of a session, sometimes that can be driven by hydration, you know, by just being dehydrated by the end of the session, because your body doesn't have time to catch up. If all you're doing is drinking when you, uh, when you play, that's something that uh, Jill, uh, my wife is uh, always on me about in a, in a very constructive, positive way. And I appreciate it because uh, I, I'm, I'm guilty of not hydrating and then feeling the effects of that towards the end of a session. And then later on in the day, frankly, after the session of not having properly hydrated while I play. So that, those are the kind of things that, that being uh, conscientious of that third pillar will help. And another area that I think is, is often overlooked by us as pickleball players I'm not maybe not so much as balance, mobility, hydration, things like that, but is the mental part of the game. You know, how are we coming at the game from a mental standpoint? Are we mentally healthy? Is our relationship, you know, with the game mentally a healthy one, right? You know, if we're, and I've been guilty of this, you know, previously in my life, and I'm not perfect by all means now, I'm better about it. But, you know, I, as a young tennis player, I broke rackets. I, you know, I, you know, I have thrown my paddle in the past, not proud of it, but I have thrown my paddle in the past. And uh, it's something that, you know, it's obviously that's an unhealthy relationship with the game, right, with the, with the sport that, that we spend a lot of time and, and dedication to. And so, you know, how do you, what can we do to improve our relationship or, or, or make it a more healthy mental relationship with this game? And, you know, that's where focusing on the mental part of the game. And that's part of this third pillar as well. You know, can what can I do from the for the mental side of the game? And if you haven't listened to him yet, I highly recommend uh, you go back to we have uh, I believe it's episode nine and there on so nine, ten, eleven, and so forth. About five episodes we did with Coach Peter Scales. It's an interview we did with him. We broke it up into more bite-sized chunks. Check out that podcast. Another thing you can do, uh, you know, just a, a quick thing you can do right now uh, that'll help your relationship with the game is put this podcast on when you're on your way to play. So you're heading on your way to play, put a podcast, you know, whether you want to listen to this podcast or another podcast, just listen to something that'll make you kind of refocus your, your mind a little bit. Uh, you know, put, put episode nine or one of those episodes, just to like save it. And then every time you head into the courts, put it on. We have a, our good friend, uh, uh, listener of the podcast, uh, every once in a while, she'll send me a picture of her, of her, uh, you know, she'll be at a red light and she'll have her, uh, her dash on her car will show the podcast. So she's listening to the podcast on her way to play pickleball. So, you know, that's something that can be helpful just to listen to it and, and recenter your mind before you get on the court. Cause once you get on the court, probably too late to recenter the mind and, and, uh, things get out of control. So, you know, give some thought to the third pillar, uh, you know, kind of sit back a little bit, reflect on it. Uh, think about things that you can do along the third pillar to help your pickleball game. And I would suggest you, not equally importantly, more importantly, 
help you just live a better life by incorporating some of these uh, aspects into your game. If you want to listen to the riff, we're going to talk about inertia, kind of an interesting, uh, interesting, I think, way of thinking about it and, uh, you know, how it impacts your pickleball game. Stay tuned for the riff. Our 2021 VI Pickleball camps held by CJ Johnson and myself in Lake Tahoe, Nevada this September are currently sold out. You can get on the waiting list for those, but we will be holding our 2022 camps in January in lovely Tampa, Florida. It'll be a great time of year to come to Tampa. If you're interested in receiving information about the camps, send us an email at camps at wearepickleball.com. Again, camps with a plural at wearepickleball.com, and we'll make sure you get that information. I was talking to a friend of mine about just life, you know, not pickleball, but just life in general about, uh, you know, how we, we sometimes try and make changes in life. But, you know, it seems like we, I don't know if you want to say stuck in a rut. That's a good way of thinking about it, too, because a rut keeps that tire or the wheel in, in that spot, right? And it just kind of stays in that rut. And that's a little bit of what inertia does sometimes, is it? Not sometimes. That's what inertia, that's the definition of inertia, right? It's basically an object in motion will stay in motion until it something acts upon it, right, to stop it. So once you're heading in a certain direction, uh, you're going to stay in that direction unless you apply some other force to it uh, and move it into a different direction. So thinking about inertia and how it applies to pickleball, uh, you know, I'm not saying that inertia in the abstract is a bad thing, right? Because, you know, inertia is what kind of keeps us going, right? So like, you know, I get up in the morning, I kind of have a routine that I do that's inertia driven, right? It's just my custom and my what I'm used to doing. If I had to think every single morning about every little thing, you know, uh, they would just be, you know, it would be paralyzing. So, you know, having some amount of inertia in your life is, you know, knowing where the courts are, knowing what time open play is, all those types of things that you're used to doing, your what your, your normal routine is, that's great. Where inertia can create a little bit of an issue for us is when we want to make a change. So, you know, you're you're playing at the, I'm just, I don't generally use levels, but it, it, it's kind of a shortcut, so we'll use them. So you're playing at the 3-0 level, and you really want to play at the 3-5 level. You're like, I want to be a 3-5, or you're 3-5, you want to be a 4-0, whatever. You know, you, you know, inertia, a lot of times, what's keeping you where you're at is inertia. You know, it's this, okay, I'm, I'm, I just keep on doing the same things over and over again, and expecting a different result, like the saying says, uh, you know, that's inertia at play. So, and, you know, be aware of inertia. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a full episode on inertia sometime in the future. But for right now, I just wanted to kind of riff on it a little bit. And, you know, just keep inertia in mind and, you know, think of ways to maybe break out of whatever it is that you're in if you're in a situation where you want to make a change, where you want to see a change in your game, um, you know, consider uh, breaking out. Listening to the podcast, for instance, is is one way of breaking inertia, right? You're kind of, you're doing something different. You're thinking, you're, you're hopefully... Uh, taking to heart some of the things that we say here, and that'll help you. But, you know, uh, you've heard me talk about VI Pickleball before. That's uh, CJ and, and, and my effort to help folks break inertia. You can consider that. There's plenty of other um, other folks that are doing similar work. You can consider those as well. The idea, though, is to find a way to break out of um, where you're at now, break through that inertia, and, uh, and get to where you want to go. So I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast this week. It was a pleasure making it for you. And... Uh, you know, have a great week. We'll see you next week. Remember, if you if you listen to this podcast and enjoy it, please give it a rating. It really helps us on those platforms to let them know that, that folks like it. And if you like the podcast, share it with your friends. Remember, if you like it, they probably will too. Be well out there, and we'll see you next week.